This is HPR episode 2636 entitled Liverpool Make First 2018 Interviews with Noel from JMU Fab Lab. It is hosted by Tony Hughes aka Tony H1212 and is about 10 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is, in this episode I talk to Noel Baker from the JMU Fab Lab. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. This is Tony Hughes for Hacker Public Radio, and I've got with me... Noel Baker, uh, Liverpool Fab Lab, uh, from John Moores University. OK, Noel. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you're demoing here today? Well, what, what this is really is a, a smaller version of our lab that we have at the Art and Design School. So this is our, uh, I call our mobile Fab Lab. So we've got uh, laser cutters, 3D printers, 3D scanners, uh, some virtual reality... And it's really just showcasing and kind of like demystifying what we do. So it's part of our outreach programme. We're in John Moores University uh, and I'm being part of a maker community, really. Right. So what kind of things do you do at the university with the equipment you've got here? Oh, my word. Where do we start? Uh, We have over a thousand creative minds in the art and design school. So as well as having support the programmes and activities, like we have fashion students, architectural students, fine artists. We work with lots of external um, sort of small companies as well. So we, we work, we're working on some fantastic projects at the moment around creating a, a mobile uh, sort of hologram maker, which is a local company called Real Space, called Object Copier. That sounds cool. We want to, we want to, it's part of our open maker competition, which was a European project, uh, and somehow we won it. that's a big surprise to me as well Uh, but it gave us uh, £20,000 it's a sort of kickstart idea and it's really all about how makers and manufacturers work together so how do you take an idea and realise it Uh, and that's just one type of projects but as I say uh, our ethos within the Fab Lab community is we can make almost anything so that's the challenge we can't, <laughs> but that's what we intend to do. Uh, and so anything that comes through into the Fab Lab, I call it a melting pot. Yeah. So um, the fact that when I'm much more interested is when you get a fashion student and an architect together and what comes about that. And all we give to do is give them access to the tools. I think that's important is uh, giving the skills and the tools. And that's what we really do. So basically, if you make the resources available, they'll find a way of using yeah, it and yeah. making something out of it. Yeah, maybe build it and they will come. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we've done. Uh, and, that's, and because we're part of this like international community, uh, about 2014, we were. Um, I, I flew out to. I always say I'm not that clever, so I was given this space. <laughs> And it, like all these things, it was just a room full of equipment. 
and that equipment's not too clever. So I just did a Google search and uh, found out that there's a thing called Fab Labs, and the biggest one in Europe was in Barcelona. So I didn't tell anyone. So it was all talk- So I just flew out to Barcelona, <laughs> met up with the director who's called Thomas Diaz, and part of that meeting was to talk about how I could become a Fab Lab in Liverpool, and that's when this really journey started for me. And we've just grown over the, over that time. So how long how long ago was that? That was 2014. But it was funny, you know, we had these conversations and I always say I've been doing this for like maybe five, six years. Uh, and actually I've been doing this for 35 years. Because that gives us a big get before. And, and this new wave of making, uh, I was part of the whole new, new media wave, which was about the convergence of devices and technologies. And now what, what's, what's happened in my time is suddenly... New media becomes physical, yeah, and and I think that's the exciting times for us all, really. And they call it Industry 4.0. I don't really know what that means, <laughs> but again, it's just the convergence of technology. And I just think about how we can democratize manufacture and how makers can help in sort of like being part of that revolution, really. And it's it's quite interesting because. One of the initiatives out of Barcelona is Fab City. So until recently, I've always been a Fab Lab, but now I'm a Fab City in my head. And that's how we create these sustainable making cities in the future. So part of this is that is having an ecosystem that supports it. So I think that's where the makers come in. Yeah, you've got Does Liverpool, you've got yourselves here in Liverpool. And you've got uh, people like Make Make Liverpool in the north now. And, and all around where it does is the fabric district. But I'm also interested in connecting up the city much wider as well because uh, the, the history of the city is quite interesting because I'm one of the great unwashed. In, in, the, in the 60s, the city planners decided to move us out to the peripheral. And that, that causes a, a number of issues, but part of that is that you can reconnect these places again. Mm. It's the places where I come from. And, and through making and I think that making empowers people and I really do that you know, through the process, through that creative process Yeah, making and the peripheral things that go with making, yeah. like the open source community and, yeah. and things like that Well, well that's interesting because I've just been in a talk in Barcelona I was out with the students in the Fab Lab Barcelona for a few days working with them and a fantastic city, fantastic uh, culture around making as well but, but part, of, part of that is that sort of how this is all really sort of joined up and, and, and sort of a, that open source community, there's a guy and forgive me, I forgot his name was a guy that started the Free Software Foundation GNU and he, and he was talking about the subtle differences between open and free so I'm, I'm tending to move towards free software as in freedom, how, how that frees the citizen. I think you're talking about Richard Stolman. Yes, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Very quirky individual. <laughs> he was, and he was a bit like some kind of guru, because when he got outside, people were hanging off everywhere. And he actually did a weird thing where he actually had an auction for the GNU which I didn't really think existed. <laughs> <laughs> but, was, but he raised 200, Euro, 200 euros for him. So some bosses can do. But, um, but, like, but again, you know, it's, uh, the things that support us, 
as a, as a city is going to interest me in the future because um, one of the big things that's going to happen and I really believe this is that we'll have replication I think what we have now is a, a conversation about how we really do democratise manufacture and that's mm. only when we have a replicator and so in about 20 to 50 years we'll have the technology to replicate things and that's when it when that's, and I think that's going to be the time when we have real change so it'll go from science fiction to science fact exactly and, I, and there's a guy called Neil Gergenheld at MIT who, who started the whole Fab Lab thing who we met with and, and it was interesting because it blew me. I was walking around I'm still walking around in a bit of a bubble at the moment because he said to me forget bits forget machines that make machines <laughs> think about atoms and that's where we're at yeah. and the first thing they're going to do is make replicate water and, and it's all about scale now and that will happen and I think we've got to be ready for it and we've got to start we having those conversations and it's interesting they call it now the age of abundance when we're in the age of scarcity but what happens when we can have almost anything and that's, that's going to be I think that's what we've got to prepare our children for and I'm, I'm probably the same age as you we have this it's a legacy thing for me and I think that's why I do what I do it's because I believe that we have to prepare our children for the future definitely have to prepare the children for the future it's just getting the resources to make sure the children get there yeah and you know it's going to be quite exciting is I, I want to, I'd love to be around maybe they can replicate me now <laughs> but I want to be around for that revolution because I, I always ask the question is what if you had a replicator what was the first thing you would replicate and in my head I would replicate the replicator <laughs> I'd give it to you and that's, and that's, that's real that's, that's democratisation of it all and I'm going yeah and then, then if everyone could have clean water that's one of the first challenges of say the UN that, was, that we have to solve and I think that's what we all can do I think, and that's why I love spaces like this, because it's people who, who are doers, who think about solving problems, and, and that's one of those problems we have to solve, so yeah, all that's, good. There's some really interesting con- <laughs> concepts in all, in all that. Yeah. Obviously, we could, we could talk for hours, <laughs> but we've not got hours, okay. but that's really good. Could you just uh, give us a link to information about yeah. your particular area? Yeah, so if you just, uh, you can just follow us on Twitter at LJMU Fab Lab um, and yeah and just uh, send me a message if you want to talk to me and, and to be fairly honest I'm pretty much open to everything I believe in the everything thing so uh, if I believe that we can make almost every, anything I think we can design almost anything and I think we can distribute almost anything so that's our, that's our tagline now which I've just made up <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much oh, brilliant thank you thanks um, You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. 
If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.